Welcome to this episode of the Black Shoe Diaries Madcast. I'm Garrett Carr. He's Clay Sourtake. Clay, how are you? Back and better than ever. That's right. Uh, you guys are probably listening to this uh, on a different day than part one of our NCAA preview, but we are recording this about 30 minutes after finishing up part one. Uh, so it's just like one long marathon podcast. Yeah, version two here. We're going to break down the, the back half of the NCAA tournament and uh, hopefully get some team talk going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, let's let's hop right in because we have that team talk coming at the at the end, trying to keep us under an hour and a half for you guys. Um, so let's look at 165, Clay. Um, one of the better brackets in the tournament, I think, in terms of talent. Um, of course, you've got the two-time champion, Isaiah Martinez, at the one seed. Um, Logan Massa. Um, at the two, um, you've got uh, you've got Vicente Joseph at the three, and Isaac Jordan at the five, or at the four, and Chad Walsh at the five. Play. Yeah, and even Daniel Lewis down there at six of, of Missouri yeah. is, is really really tough. Um, I think one through six is as strong as any bracket in in anyway. Um, I'm not sure about depth behind that, but but six really really strong guys. Um, starting at the top with Isaiah Martinez, who, I mean, those of you who listened before, I think is <laughs> a pr- pretty heavy hit favorite here. Um, but some good wrestling by Chenzo at the Big Ten Tournament to get him a three-seed here that um, could put Penn State into a, a really good position. I'm on Zeke will be fun. Yeah. Um, or close. I don't know if fun's right. We're going to be close. I, I think it'll be interesting to see if Zeke can, can shut down Imar's offense. Um, I, if I'm Zeke, I'm just coming out trying to get that match into tiebreak and let's let's play. Uh, Chenzo was able to get the legs pretty easily, actually more easily than I expected against Isaac Jordan. I think he only got a couple of takedowns, but they were super clean shots. No, Ch- Chenzo looked good last um, weekend. That was probably the best he, he he's looked in a match all year. Yeah, um, he wrestled really well last weekend. Or, I yeah. think we, we both have, have Martinez as a champion here, though. I mean, even if... if we dif- we disagree on on how comfortable it'll be. Yeah, I mean, I, I have him as the champ, but um, I don't know. He's, he's in the middle of my pack of confidence picks for champions. He's probably like he's probably number five. Yeah, there, there's just due to the strength of the weight. I think I have a couple of guys above him, but um, he's wrestled well throughout the year. Um, there's an interesting potential quarterfinal matchup. With Chandler Rogers, um, I think Martinez is a significantly better better wrestler than Rogers. But Rogers but, does put people to his back. Yeah, Ro- Rogers is a really, really weird, funky guy, um, and sometimes Imar. I think Imar is as confident as anybody, and yeah. I, I could see him doing something silly and going and pulling a bow nickel and going upper body against a guy he should dominate and putting himself on his back. But, again, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable that Isaiah Martinez rolls through this bracket. Like, would I be happy or sad? Because, like, at the, like I'm our well, lost, but, like, and this guy in my fancy team, but it's Oklahoma State. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, it would be a very interesting scenario. Um, speaking uh, about – actually, we'll, we'll jump to Rogers later. The bottom half, uh, Logan Moss is the two seed here, and Tenzo Joseph, by virtue of that, that win over Isaac Jordan for third place in the Big Ten tournament, gets the three seed, and that's incredibly important, correct? Oh, I think so. I mean, I mean, it gives you a really good chance to get to the finals. Um, 
Though, I mean, I do think the, the matchup of the five seed might be a better quarterfinal matchup than with the six. But, I mean, I, I think Sento should be able to take care of business against Lewis. And, I mean, I mean, uh, even if you put him as the slight underdog to Massa, it's just like I think it's a little less than a 50-50 shot for Joseph maybe. But, uh, I mean, certainly a match that he could definitely win. And, you know, nothing freaky happened. Yeah, and Lewis isn't wrestling as well as he has last year. Last year, I thought he was wrestling much stronger coming into the yeah. tournament. Has a recent loss to Steyert uh, of you and I in the 11th seed in their duel, so that's going to be an interesting matchup in the round 16 yep, to keep an eye on. Didn't he? Didn't he give Deringer a run last year at one point? Uh, he did. I believe in the in the duel he wrote him out. Yeah, yeah. And I I think he might have got a set of back points too, like a quick two count or something. So uh, a really really tough guy on, on top. But uh, I think one of the areas Chenzo's really impressed this year is. is um, on bottom, yeah. On bottom and on top. I, I think he's been – his mat works a lot, a lot better than I had ever expected. And I don't even know if Senzel will choose bottom. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a very interesting matchup there. Um, do you, where, course, do you have, where do you have Chenzo? In, well, I just want to say it's just funny that he opens up with Subject, um, who beat him early in the season on those two headlocks. Um, it was 12-1 in like 30 seconds, and then the rest of the match was – like seventeen to like, I don't know. It was like it was a blowout. The rest of that, it was like eleven to six. Eleven like to five, like, I believe. The rest of the way, yeah. had five takedowns, and nearly had had a set of four backs that that weren't given on a throw. Um, right, right. I but mean, uh, he he's got a rollover subject. I that think. was quite the wake up call, I think, for for Joseph. And I'd be very surprised yeah. if he didn't pick up bonus points in that match. And I like his chance to get bonus in the second match too. I mean, I I would like to see him get two and a half points of. Bonus combined in the first two matches. Yeah, I, I think we're probably closer to looking at, at two, but I would not roll two and a half or more out. I mean, maybe uh, I don't know. Um, he has been pinning kids more lately, though, which is good. Um, well, you know what? I mean, who did he pin in the? Uh, oh, Wanzek. He decked Wanzek in the. Yeah, nailed a little nice uh, over under. Um, took him to his back and got the pin. Um, where do you have Chenzo finishing in this, in this bracket? I don't know. The Penn State fan of me says second. I, I, I think Massa is the favorite on paper a little. But, I mean, Penn State seems to win those semifinal matches, Clay. Those, you know, you go one way or the other. Um, I'll, I, I'll say he gets to the finals. Yeah, um, sheer subjectivity says that I'll put him in the finals. I don't think that's like – I think I'd probably pick Massa as, as a 60-40 favorite over him, but it's not That's what I was thinking, like 55-45. Um, I think he's very close there with, with Massa and Jordan. Uh, it's going to come down – and I'm very curious to see if Chenzo can can ride him out. Um, or not ride him out, but even put a good ride on there and maybe build up some riding time. Um, whereas Masa, I think is probably the best wrestler from maybe the best wrestler from neutral at the weight besides Martinez, um, and maybe even above Martinez again. It's lesser competition. He's uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, a I, couple of really slick takedowns, but I he's think not Senzo, where he's, I think Senzo and Masa have probably have the best leg attacks in the weight class. Yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm curious to see if we see more of that. That power double from Martinez that we saw so much the first two seasons, um, but it should be a fantastic matchup. I, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in that, in that contest. Uh, we've seen it before in freestyle, I believe. At one point, Massa won, and I think at the other, uh, he might have defaulted out. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it'd be interesting. Um, I, I, I think Vincenzo's wrestling. The, I, I think he's peaking at the right time. I don't know if many, many, maybe Masses. I think Masa might have been wrestling a little bit better a month and a half ago than he is now. Um, I think Joseph, at least you know, up until last week, and who knows? You know, I mean, a freshman can hit that wall at any time. But I think the last couple outings for him, you know, uh, you go back to his uh, his win over Rogers, um, gets the major there. Um, and he goes to the Big Ten tournament, wrestles a good tournament, beats beats Isaac Jordan, pins Nick Wanzak. Um, I, I, I think he's wrestling his best right now. Um, and and I, I hope that can continue uh, through next weekend. Yeah, those matches were against Rogers and, and um, Jordan were very, Wanzak. very encouraging. Yeah. Um, who do you have as your fantasy pick in this one? I think we have the same person. I already said it. I have Chandler Rogers coming out. As the number nine seed, using one of my unseated, I'll have both my unseated um, out of the way after this. I just think as the not, I mean, he's not unseated, but for our purposes, he's outside the top eight, which is the same thing. Um, I, I just think that, I mean, he he could definitely lose in the second round to, to Dylan Cottro, who I believe beat him at the Big Twelve Championships. Yep, won um, the Big Ten tournament or Big Twelve tournament. But I mean, Rogers. The thing with him is, you know, I'm picking a guy who's unseated. Um, and he's a guy with so much upside, and not just in placing points, but in in, um, in in bonus. I mean, even if he loses that match to Cottrell, he's going to go down into the loser's bracket, um, you know, at 222. Um, he's going to wrestle someone like Cody Bercher or Yoans Yo- Mejas of Oklahoma. Um, I, Bercher doesn't really get pinned a lot, but I mean, uh, I mean I'm just saying like the, there's bonus potential for him there. And I think he's at least going to make it to the blood round, which is something you got to worry about for your your unseated wrestlers. So I I, I I think Chandler Rogers is the best unseated value in the whole tournament at any weight. Yeah, two weeks ago we were looking at Rogers maybe being as as high as a four seed. Three yeah. weeks ago, I guess it was before. Well, I mean, if he'd have beat if he'd have beat, if he would have beat Vincenzo Senzo, and won the Big Twelve tournament, he could be looking at a four or five seed. So yeah, again, you're getting some value there. Um, a guy that could put up big bonus like like Skipper throws. Boomer bust potential there, but um, for, he has very, very high upside. Um, he was a takedown call away at the end of the end of a period from from beating Cottrell for the tournament. Even if you're looking at maybe if he can upset Cottrell and loses to to Martinez, you're looking at a guy who has high upside on the backside of that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, he'd be looking at wrestling. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out real quick here. Um, um, I mean, he'd be looking at wrestling a guy like uh, Bryce Steer from UNI from Northern uh, Illinois, or a guy Northern like, Iowa. Um, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. You're right. My bad. That's so stupid of me. Um, I, well, that's really that's bad. I apologize. Um, or um, a guy like Brandon Branson Ashworth of Wyoming uh, coming out after he loses to Imar. One of those two guys. So I mean. Both those guys, he could certainly pin. I, I just think it's a good upside, and, and, and there's no—I mean, I put him at fifty-fifty to All-American, if not better, chances than that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of value in that pick, and there's a lot. There should be some really fun matches at one sixty-five. There's a lot of guys that go for broke. I mean, I think this is a great quarterfinal round. Um, you know, if it goes—I mean, you're looking at Imar and Rogers or Cottrell. Um, I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking Shannon Rogers to beat him. Um, you got. Isaac Jordan, Chad Walsh. Uh, and then the bottom half's really good with with Senzo, Daniel Lewis, and Logan Massa, and Anthony Valencia, who are familiar with each other. You know, 
on the freestyle circuit. Um, you know, I, I, I think the quarters are going to be really, really fun in this weight. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. I'm, I'm very interested in seeing Tashawn Campbell of Pitt, who's 10th seed, and Anthony Valencia in the second round. Uh, yeah. Campbell's a kid who's – he should just get better uh, as he gets more and more coaching. A very, very raw raw athlete. Um, uh, out of the Pittsburgh area, I don't remember the high school particularly. One eight, champion at 182, I believe, in high school. So he's all the way down to 165. Um, cut some, some, some bag weight. Um, and just a really, really good athlete who's still learning learning the sport. So that should be a fun matchup. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the teams here. Um, Cody Bircher uh, is against Anthony Valencia in the first round. Um, I think Bircher has a pretty good chance to uh, go lose to a barbecue here. Um, I'd say better than 50-50 chance here, Clay. Yeah, I don't see him. If he loses that match, he's looking at the loser of 104, I believe, in, in the wrestleback. And Mejias is a pretty strong wrestler out of Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and could he, I mean, Mejias, I think, will push Campbell. And I don't see Bircher beating Mejias or Campbell in that first wrestleback matchup. And I mean, even if he, I mean, here's, here's the problem with Bircher's draw. Let's say even say he wins that wrestleback, that first wrestleback. He's looking at the loser of um, Chandler Rogers and Dylan Cottrell in the second wrestleback. So I think you're looking at a guy who's really his peak, uh, especially a guy who's not going to get bonus, um, a peak score here of 0.5 points uh, for Bircher. So pretty much a non-factor at 165 is Ohio State. Yeah, I don't see many points coming out of that weight class for them. No, I, I mean, I, as I said, I, I think the upside is 0. 0.5 um, points there. Uh, we're just looking down, um, looking to see, I mean, some interesting uh, second-round matchups. The Valencia-Campbell, I think, is definitely the cream of the crop. Um, and this weight, though, I'm interested to see uh, Chad Walsh and Austin Matthews. Oh, and then, obviously, Rodgers and Contra. So I think there's three pretty good matchups there. Um but in the first round, I mean, Johnny Sebastian's a talented wrestler, wrestling Chad Walsh. I mean, maybe Sebastian can put it together and knock off Walsh. Yeah, Daniel Lewis and Styrett in the second round should be fantastic as well. Yeah, yeah. Especially if Lewis doesn't have his A game. Um, that can really change some things. Um, There's a, uh, this is a much deeper weight class than, than I first thought. Who do you have winning the uh, – coming out of the lower half of the top half of the um, – of the in the like, quarterfinal like, there, yeah, yeah, like the like like the Zeke Jordan quarterfinal. Yeah, um, Walsh and Jordan should be a slugfest. Um, yeah, I mean it's, it's tough to bet against Jordan in that situation. He's got all the experience, you know. But um, he also picked up more losses this year than I think he had in the previous two years combined. Yeah, but he's wrestling. I mean, the conference is a, is a bear. I mean, yeah, I just think there's more talent at 165 than, than there has been in past years. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't know. I like. I think I like Chad Walsh. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So you're picking a final of um, of Imar and Massa. No, I, I had Joseph, but okay. it's weird. I, I think Massa's probably the favorite, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah, and pick that's kind of how I feel too. Um, so then have him taking second. Yeah, Massa in third, and uh, I and. Uh, Jordan in fourth? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so that's 165. Do you have anything else to add on 165, Clay? Nope, that's all I got. You know, 165 is just a really strong weight class in another place where there should be a lot of fun yeah. matches in the blood round and in the second and third rounds. I agree. Let's go to 174. 
Um, wow, this is uh, this is sub bracket. Yeah, um, said that I think four or five times. It seems like today, um, no real in between. Um, Zahid Valencia undefeated out of Arizona State, taking the one seed. Uh, opposite him at the two is Brian Realpito of Cornell, whose lone loss is a three-two loss to uh, Valencia. You're looking at a three seed of Bo Jordan, who I believe is one loss on the year, uh, is to Robito. And then four seed is Zach Epperly of Virginia Tech, who has one loss on the year to Ryan Price of Lehigh, who's actually the six. In between them, you have Penn State's Mark Hall, who grabs the five seed in the uh, the bracket opposite Epperly in that, in that quarter. Yeah, just a lot to unpack here. I mean... Um, you know, we, we, we did a podcast after the Big Ten tournament, um, but you know that Mark should have won that match. Uh, I'm not saying like, the ref or anything, but like, Mark should have won that wrestling match. He knows that. We know that. That would have made a huge difference. He'd probably been the three seed. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't. I mean, now to be honest, I don't know if the three seed is that much of an easier draw. Um, no, well, Price has already beaten Epperly this year, so there's your quarterfinal. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you, I mean, you're still at wrestling Price and the. In the quarters, that's not an easy match at all. But I mean, it'd have been nice if you could have won the Big Ten. Um, you know, Mark's a great tournament wrestler. He's been a great tournament wrestler his, his whole life. Um, you know, I, I, I've been picking him with the national championship since he came out of redshirt. Um, I believe he's. I believe even uh, you know in our season preview, I said if Mark comes out, he's my pick. Um, Dude, I, you were a lot more confident about that than I ever was. Yeah, I, I'm less confident now. Um, you know, I, I watched a good bit. And of the funny thing season. is, I, I don't think it's any, like, I think you're less confident now, but I don't know if it has anything to do with Mark Hall being, like, not as good as we expected. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, Valencia is so big. I mean, I, I, I don't like the matchup a ton for Mark against Valencia. Well, I don't think um, it's just, I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't think it's just Valencia. I think any of the top six. It's just, see, it's, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident he's going to beat any of those other guys. I mean, he looked really good on his feet against Bojo. I, I think the one mistake he's made in both uh, both matches he's lost since his shirt came off is that I think he spent too much time riding for nothing um, as opposed to just, just uh, giving guys escape and going back to work on his feet because, uh, you know, Bojo couldn't really wrestle with him on his feet and, and, and uh, you know, neither did Alex Meyer. I think that's an adjustment the coaches are going to make is that, you know, not to ride, just to ride. Um, ride See, to turn. I, I thought the ride. He, he actually put a really. If he put a really good ride on, and actually he he got the. Did he get the ride out? He got the ride. No. no. He got over over a minute of riding time in that first period. Where I thought it was interesting in, the, in that Big Ten final was he wasn't able to ride him at all in the second period to start. I was very very yeah. surprised at that. I thought. Well, if I mean, he, it, it, it wears you down. I mean, riding wears you down. And Bojo wasn't really doing anything. The refs was the ref wasn't really digging anybody for stalling. But Bojo wasn't really doing anything on bottom. So I think Marcus is doing all the work. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, I think he needs to wrestle more from his feet. He's so tough to take down. You know, there's no reason to empty the gas tank, not scoring points. Um, so, you know, that's what I feel about Mark. It's going to be a very interesting bracket here. I mean, just going beyond... The six with Price, you got Crutchmer at seven. Uh, the eight is Ethan Ramos, Ramos, yeah. Ethan Ramos of UNC. Um, just a really tough matchup. Um, I guess we'll start with our fantasy pick here because it might it might play into our national title pick. We both had Mark Hall here, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think 
Paul in the five seed is really good is really good value at the five six spot because I mean he I mean he's a kid with the talent to win the weight. I mean I, it's, it's similar it's a very similar pick to Ashnell for me in that you know he's, his road isn't the easiest, but I mean I'm picking a guy at five who's really got a chance to win this whole thing. I mean I mean you'd have to say he's the second favorite to win this whole thing. I don't um, think that. I, don't... I, I think so. Um, I think he's I, I think I have him fourth uh, as my well, favorite. Okay, well, I don't. Um, plus, if he does go in the wrestlebacks, he's got some pinning potential. Um, so I, I'm going with Mark as, as my fantasy pick. It's a very interesting pick. I picked Hall as well just because the, the value is there from an advancement standpoint. You're not – I don't think you're going to get a lot of bonus, at least on the front side. Um, Coacher is a really, really tough guy who has a win over Crutchmore on the year. Um, he has a bonus over Kent earlier, but I think Kent's wrestling better now than he was before. Then you're looking at a really, really tough quarterfinal. I mean, I don't know that nobody has an easy quarterfinal in this bracket. But uh, with Epperly, who's just a super positionally sound guy, and those are the type of guys that I think that Mark struggled with this year. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I think he's going to be fine against Epperly. Um, I don't know. I just saw what uh, Bo, Bo Nichols' quickness did Epperly last year. See, I, I think Bo's a much more, much worse matchup for Epperly than than Mark. But has. I mean, Mark's got a really good quickness too. I I, I think he's going to be fine. And, and and the one thing that makes me happy here too is he's getting Zahid Friday night. Um, I always think people are more likely to get upset Friday night than Saturday. Um, you know, you're at the end of this two day grind, um, and Mark's such a good tournament wrestler. Um, I, I I I think if you're if you're Trying to plan out the best path for Mark to win the national championship, it includes wrestling Zahid Friday night rather than Saturday. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. Uh, who do you have as your champion out of this bracket? I, I'm going to pick Zahid. Okay, good. Um, so am I. But I, I think Mark is the second best wrestler in the weight. Um, I think he takes third um, loss to Zahid. But I, I, I could see him beating Zahid. I, I and, and I think you can too. I mean, Mark can beat anybody. I think he can beat Zahid. Uh, I think it's definitely possible he can beat Zahid. I favor Zahid, I think, more than you do in, the, in well, that matchup. I, I think Zahid's a more athletic version of, of Bo Jordan. I, th- I think Bo causes, causes Mark some problems, and, and Zahid's similarly strong, similarly go, go on top, but is much quicker in neutral. Um, I, I think I actually have Zahid... It's weird to have a heavy favorite because everyone's so tough, but but I think I'm more confident in Zahid than I am anybody else in this weight. It's interesting because you know Zahid hasn't wrestled that top top competition, and you know, the one thing I've been saying well, about he's wrestled pack- he's wrestled Robito earlier this year and won, and it was one point. Wrestled Ramos twice and won. So he, so he's early, two of the early, top eight guys. I mean, that's, early okay. in the year, he's had. I mean, but it's been a while. I don't know, like. And I, I said earlier with Connor Schramm especially, that time off could help a kid like Connor Schramm who's been struggling. I'm not sure if necessarily the time off for Zahid Valencia, who's wrestling so well, is particularly good for him. Yeah, I just I, – I, I mean, don't we're getting, see Because we're getting to the point where every little thing matters. Because looking know, at like, Hall, I mean, how many of the top eight has Hall beaten this year? Two? Three? Yeah, true. But so so uh, similar to similar to I mean nobody really has significant has more than two or three wins over the top eight. Robito has a win over Price. Robito I guess has the best wins with the wins over Jordan and Price, but 
he also has a loss to Valencia, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. We will see. Um, you know, we'll see uh, what goes on. I, I, I think he's, I think he, Mark takes third here um, and scores uh, a good bit of points here for Penn State. Uh, but, I mean, th- I mean, this is a good way. I mean, a lot of different people could win this uh, for sure. Well, all of the quarterfinal weights, I think, in this matchups in this way are toss-ups. I think every single quarterfinal could go either way. You think Ramos could beat Zahid? Well, he's lost to him twice this year by one point. True. Each time. Um, See, that's what I I'm w- saying. Like, I, Mark is better than Ramos. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know matchups, matchups, matchups. Yeah, but, but I think Realbito is better than Ramos, too, and Zahid beat, 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 beat Realbito. Yeah. So it's um, almost, I mean, I it's, 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 I'm not, I'm not confident using transitive property there, but looking at these quarterfinals, you've got Zahid Ramos, Mark Hall, Zach Epperly, and this is as if everything plays to seed, which is, that isn't even a guarantee. And I would bet against it even. Um, Bo Jordan and Ryan Price, and then you've got Rogier and Kretschmer, and then Oof. Zach Brunson could beat Kretschmer. In the second round, yeah, um, I don't see Meyer beating Price, but you could see again. I favor Bo Jordan pretty heavily over Leland Witherspoon. Witherspoon, but again, I don't think Bo's magically healthy, so that that could yeah. play into it. Um, Luhan Epperly, Luhan lost by one point earlier this year and had a fantastic match. Um, those of you who haven't seen that could probably look that up. I think that one's on the internet um, in their duel. Casey Kent, Mark Hall. I'm actually most confident about that. Um, Kent's yeah, a fantastic Mark, wrestler, but Mark was looked significantly better than him last yeah. year. But and Mark's have, a lot better than he was like two. Then you have Ethan Ramos and Miles Amin. So I mean, it was just a ridiculous weight class. Well, even even at, even that first weight, Clay, uh, or even at the top, it's Sahid and Brucky in the second round. You know, Brucky beat Mark. I'm not saying he's going to beat. Sahid, but I mean, it's not a walk in the park second rounder for Sahid. I think he pins him pretty quickly. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think that's all that close. I think Brucky's, other than that match, like I, I understand he has a win over Mark Hall, but like, I think that was the exception rather than the rule for Brucky. If you look at the rest of his resume, fair enough. I'm not saying he was going to beat him or even keep him close. I just it's it, it, it's interesting. Is all I was saying. Oh, well, I mean, if, I mean. Go down to Epperly. I mean, Nick Renan is a big-time crew. Um, yeah, Renan you know, was a stud. And yeah, he's wrestling and better now than he was at the beginning of the season. And Epperly lost first round last year. You know, you have those those uh, demons. So, I mean, I, 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 I believe be Renan kept match. that match close in the duel as well. Yeah, that would be a match I'm going to keep an eye on as well in the first round here. Um, this, would be an exi- this should be an exciting wait, though, I think. Yeah, uh, don't blink because... So you could see a favorite drop out of this tournament very early. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, any other thoughts here on um, on 174? No, I think we, we both agree it's just going to be a fantastic weight class. Okay, let's go to 184. Um, so 184, um, top seed, obviously, uh, undefeated, 30-0, Gabe Dean. Um, Bo, uh, Bo Nickel coming off his loss to Miles Marion that we don't really want to think about. Um, takes the two seed. Sammy Brooks off a very, very good Big Ten tournament with the three seed. Um, we've got Nolan Boyd, pretty overseeded at four, in my opinion. Um, 
Zach Zabatsky at five, and Miles Martin at six, and then TJ Dudley last year's runner-up at seven. Yeah, um, that's pretty ridiculous. Right? It's just we have a lot of deep brackets this year. You got um, TJ Dudley, like you said, is a national runner-up, and he's seventh, and rightfully so. Um, yeah. Even looking at Jack, at Jack Deckow, I think uh, former All-American at eight. Um, you've got uh, unseated Nick Gravina. You got last year last year's semifinalist Nathan Jackson at nine, whose only losses are all good losses. Yeah, it's just a, a fantastic weight class. Um, who do you have in the favor of this weight? Well, Clay, uh, based on. I, I mean, it depends what Bo shows up. Doesn't it always? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I had Bo better than a coin flip chance to beat Gabe. Yeah, I uh, think we had, we were in a bit a bit of disagreement there. Um, I thought you talk about. I, don't know I thought you were the fate. I thought you liked Bo over Gabe. Oh, I, I think I had a fifty fifty. I still have it. I don't know, but that's the thing is I. The result. Well, I'm saying two weeks ago. I, I, I mean, I've changed now. I, I, I'm giving the edge to Gabe. No, but. see, I, I think I always had a 50-50, but I think we're different there in, in what's changed. I don't have, like, the result of the Big Ten tournament, to me, doesn't change my thoughts on Bo Nickel going into, like, the NCAA tournament or how I feel he handles Gabe Dean. Like, he's not a different wrestler now because he lost two. Miles Martin, in my opinion. Yeah, but he's got to keep. He's, I mean, he can't keep having these once every ten matches, like silly match game plans that cost. But they're the not matches. once every ten matches. I mean, like that's his first loss in a year, and it's not like Mark Miles Martin's like a slouch. It's like no, but former but NCAA Bo, Bo did not have a good game plan for that match. I just think he he wrestled. I don't know. I think if he wrestles that game plan well, he wins the match. He just wrestled poorly. And yeah, that, well, I'm not. Yeah, I agree. But it was a poor game plan and poor execution. Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny because I, I think Dean probably rolls into the finals, but yeah, he's going to have to do it over like really tough guys. I mean, I think he's going to end up. I mean, that, that, that upper weight doesn't really. Uh, see, I think Jackson. I mean, Jackson with his length is an interesting matchup. And well, I, I think, think the he's bottom is very much better. Uh, I, I like the bottom a lot more. You have, let's see, the bottom half of that bracket, you have Brooks, Martin, Dudley, and, and Nickel probably in quarterfinals, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I think it's probably a, a stronger half of the bracket, but I don't think it's fairly noticeable. I think Zavatsky could be uh, above, above Boyd. I think Zavatsky's better than Martin. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think Boyd could lose to Bryce Carr in the second, in the second round. I'd be very surprised at that one. I think, I mean, Boyd's fairly steady. Boyd's good, yeah, but I mean, he's not. I don't know how he got the four seed. I don't know. It's crazy to me, but it's just been it's been a very very interesting interesting season. I think anywhere between four and like seven or eight, you could probably fl- flip flop around. Um, I think, however, I would have probably seen Zavatsky above Boyd. Yeah, me too. Um, and probably my mind. No, my Martin's going to be lost. I don't know. I might have, I, I might have seen it. See, no, I don't think you can put Martin just, above. You can't put Martin above him with seven losses. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough. I get it. Um, so I think we're going to the bracket here. I think we both have a game, bow, final. Um, do you think it's lost? I mean, not a ton, but just a little bit of its luster 
um, given the fact that Bo lost? I think it takes away – I mean, you're not likely to see – it's not a Hodge trophy determinant, which I thought it should have been before. Yeah, because I don't still, know if Bo wins now if he gets the Hodge even. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think you'd give it to him over an undefeated wrestler. Yeah, there's too many wrestlers that are undefeated. I, I, think, I think it probably is for Gabe. Yeah, probably. But not for Bo. But I, I think Bo might be wrestling for Jason Nolf's Hodge trophy. Yeah, that's also very possible. So – <laughs> Do it for the team, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Who'd you have as your fantasy pick in this one? I, I, had t- I had Dudley, I believe. I think we both had Dudley, which is pretty funny because I think we both agree, like, he's going out in the quarterfinal round and having to wrestle back, yeah. right? Yeah, but, I mean, he's such good value. I mean, he's a kid that's big and strong. He's not going to wear down in the wrestlebacks, the grind of the wrestlebacks. I mean... Yeah, I have no clue gonna... how T.J. How Dudley doesn't gas out in matches because he's not he's huge he, he's very very big um he's probably cutting he has to be cut close to like like i would imagine in the off season tj dudley walks around like 210 pounds yeah i i, I see that's a like perfect. when he just uh, has no cares in the world about trying to make weight he's a really yeah. really large human being my only concern with him is that um being his last year you know, what if he loses, um, you know, he loses and he's like, oh, I'm done. Like, I'm not winning a national championship. That's my only, like, pause for him. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's a good value. I mean, anytime you get a last year's NCAA runner-up as the number, as a seventh seed, that's pretty good, I think. Yeah, I, again, you talk about value, and I think it's just, it's a smart thing to do. The other value, I think, would be, in the bracket, would probably be rolling with Dean. Um, he, but yeah, I'm not I mean, sure I picked Dean over. The issue is because he, 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 he's not guaranteed a title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think mean, that, he's going to really score. And so is Bo. You know, Bo's going to score too. Um, like, if Gabe or Bo weren't in the way, I think you'd have a really tough position between Jason or, or, or between Noel, Zane, and then one of those two for your two top seeds. But it's just hard to pick someone who you're not sure if they're going to win the way. Yeah, those four, those four points between first and second are really, really big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's two pins. I mean, that's huge. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, there's value. I mean, you know, you're looking at I, – I have Dudley, you have Dudley, but, I mean, Miles Marin, I think at the six is some value. I think Zabatsky is some value. Um, so, I mean, I mean, there's value in this bracket. Yeah. Oh, Nate Jackson yeah, unseated. Nate Jackson unseated his value, too. It's all relative to – Two other weight classes. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, Nate Jackson has some real value at nine. I, I might change my pick. I mean, that's damn. The, the problem with Jackson is, is that Jackson's really good, and but he's going to have to beat out like six different other guys. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, this is a good weight here. I think um, you want to get to the Bo D match a little bit. Um, I mean, I think we'll. I mean, we'll be able to touch on it as we go, but, I mean, you just want to touch on some of the things in that? Well, I think before we get there, do we think that – what do we think – do we think Brooks over over Martin? We haven't really talked much about Sammy Brooks. Yeah, I mean, um, Sammy just killed my last week. So, how do we feel about a Brooks-Nickel rematch? Because, I, obviously – I feel fine uh, about Bo. Obviously, I think – I mean, Nickel had the, the early pin in the first matchup. We didn't really get a chance – you mentioned it – to see how they'd match up. Should you not get caught in the spladel? And I don't think Sammy Brooks is going to get spladeled. Um, Brooks does have a tendency to get thrown to his back, though. 
But um, I, I mean, I, for me, this whole tournament and it's beating Brooks, who he should be, you know, regardless. And then uh, Dean, who's kind of a coin for match. I think it's all about the game plan for Nickel and sticking to the game plan. I, I know that Kales and, and Casey are going to give him a, a good game plan, a winning game plan. Um, to win this tournament. It, to me, it's about Bo sticking to that game plan, doing the things he's asked to do by the coaches, um, you know, staying out of the upper body stuff. Please, God, Lord, Bo, stop. Um, you know, it's not, it's not worth it. Um, you know, stick to your slick ankle pick, all that kind of stuff. You're, you're, you're such a good scrambler on the mat. Um, get some of those scrambles. But, um, I mean, I, I think as long as he sticks to the game plan over Brooks, he'll be fine. Who was? Do you know who Sammy Brooks's other loss was to, other than Nickel? Um, uh, he beat Nolan Boyd. He only has one other loss. He beat. Uh, I believe he beat Nathan Jackson, or didn't he wrestle Nathan Jackson? I don't know. I mean, um, but yeah, he, he has two losses on the year. Um, I believe he has two wins over Miles Martin. Yeah, let, let me see here. But uh, I definitely think Brooks, um, if Brooks can not get stuck early, I it's going to be a close matchup, I think, with with Bo Jordan, or Bo Jordan, huh, Bo Nickel, should he be able to to advance. Yeah, I agree. I'm just trying to find out who he lost to here. But um, I definitely think it's going to be... He did lose to Jackson once. Oh, he has lost. To, he has lost to Nathan Jackson. Yeah, at, at Midlands, and then, I mean, they, they wrestled twice in the Midlands. Um, he won ten five. Brooks didn't, then lost three one. Okay, so that's an interesting second loss for for Brooks, who I think is wrestling really well right now. Um, yeah, I would favor Any- Bo over him, but it, I think it'll be closer match. Like maybe like you're looking at like seven four seven five. I mean, he just um, he just beat. Jackson at Big Ten's 13-6. So, I, I mean, I think Brooks is wrestling really well. I, I just think Bo is – hopefully Bo is focused and ready to go here. Um, as far as a potential nickel-teen matchup, um, I don't know how to call it. Um, I don't, I'm not sure I understand how – I know how to evaluate Gabe Dean um, just because I don't watch him regularly enough other than, like, in tournaments. I don't watch him a lot of EWA matches. Um, but I just don't, I don't know. I don't I, I know mean, if there's a formula for beating Dean unless he's sick like he was against Nolan Boyd. No, I mean, that's not, I mean, it's, I mean, that's, I mean, D- Dean can be beat, I mean, by, by Bo. I mean, I, 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 I don't think he's seen a wrestler with Bo's quickness or Bo's scrambling ability. Um, now I don't know if Bo's seen a wrestler with Gabe's strength and, and positional Positional fortitude. I mean, I, I think Gabe's also right. like super quick. Like it doesn't look because he's a bit like he's a thick guy at one eighty four. Right. He's um, quick. Gabe doesn't he's not look like he's quick, as quick. Though. No. Well, he's really really quick, and I think it's 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 deceiving though. Like you don't think you don't look at him and think like oh he moves that way, but right he moves so so well. Like I mean, go back and watch even his freshman year. Go back and watch the Ed Ruth matches, and it's like yeah. oh Ed's not just like running circles around him guy. Whereas Ed was like one of the faster 184s I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I think that um, I think if Bogan can have the match come down to scrambling, I think that he, he he's got to feel good about it. It would be an interesting matchup. I think I'd probably favor 
favorite team by two or three points right now. But there's definitely different circumstances that could see things play out differently. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, anything else to add here at 184? Nope, just – oh, uh, oh, go ahead. I want to shout out uh, District 4 alum and true freshman Garrett Hoffman getting into the tournament. Congrats. Big weekend – or big couple weeks for the Hoffman family. Gavin got his second state check, uh, second state title, and then Garrett gets in the NCAA tournament as a freshman. Yeah, uh, good to see uh, some local representation from Pennsylvania. And uh, he'll be uh, he'll be welcomed by Miles Martin. Uh, welcome to the Big Show. Let's go, Garrett. What I said? Let's go, Garrett. Yeah, I know. I agree. Oh, no, that'd be great if you beat Miles. Uh, good kid too. Good family. Uh, all right, let's go to ten to one ninety seven. Um, one ninety seven here. Um, in the top spot, we have Jaden Cox. Uh, he'll take he'll, he'll face in the first round another District Four kid, actually, uh, Jared Kasunik of Benton, um, and number two seed Brent Brent Farr off his second place finish at the Big Ten. Um, three seed Colin Moore off a very 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 good Big Ten tournament um, for him. At, at the four, Jared Hot of Virginia Tech, and at the five, Matt McCutcheon of Penn State, Clay. Yeah, um, for all the talk we've done about really, really deep weight classes, this is um, not that. No. Um, you really fall off, I think, behind Studebaker at seven. I mean, I mean, there, I mean, well, I mean there, there's a, there's a, a good size drop, I think, after Jaden. First of all. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a good size drop between Jaden, and I think there's a good size drop drop between two and three with far and more before you get to a category of maybe like. Hot McCutcheon and possibly Weigel. Yeah, and so, I mean I think you got to put Studebaker in there too, just based on the yeah. So, I mean Studebaker, I mean he pinned Cutch once. Yeah, I believe he's got two matches time. with Weigel, or I believe Studebaker has yeah. two matches with the four seat Hot and a split each uh, by yeah. one point. I think one went sudden victory. But I mean, but then I mean you go to the eighth and it's Ryan Wolf, and that's another step down. So I mean this weight isn't one of the more interesting weights. Um, of the tournament, I wouldn't say, but I think it's very important, um, especially if like a situation like let's say Suriano is on lose two barbecue. Uh, it's, it's it's an important weight for Penn State. Yeah, um, I think it's been a very very interesting. I'm hoping Garrett has come full circle on my Matt McCutcheon love this year. Um, I've been very weird on, on cuts to start the season. I was like, oh, he could be a semifinalist. And in the middle of the season, I was like, okay, maybe I'm a little high on him, but I still think he'll AA. And now looking at draw, I think, oh, he could be a semifinalist again. Yeah, I mean, he got that great draw. Um, I mean, if you told me he'd been the five seed, I'd be like, okay, yeah, maybe. I just figured he'd have to be like far or more or Cox. That's why I was like, you're a lunatic. Um, but, you know, you're not a lunatic. Um, I mean, I mean he, well, in this situation, you're not a lunatic. Um, you know, uh, he can certainly be hot. Um, I, he should beat Frank Matty Ace is uh, his round of 16 foe. Um, Matty Ace lost um, earlier in the year to Penn State backup at that weight, Kellen Stout. And there's a decent gap between Cutchin and Stout. Um, so I think, I think Cutchin's going to get to the two Friday. And, and then he's got a match, you know, Friday morning. Um, and, you know, if things go right for Penn State, Clay, I this, if things are going right for Penn State at this point, I mean, his match and then Neville's after him, you know, Penn, these are the matches, like, those two, Penn State might be icing this. I mean, not mathematically, but realistically icing these things yeah. with those two matches. 
I'm gonna actually uh, correct myself. So this was this was not on Gary here. Uh, Matty Ace held a, a 3-2 victory over Stout early in the Keystone oh. Classic. Um, Misled me. But, but a, a really, really close matchup, and I, I don't think – I don't imagine that being close. I could see McCutcheon getting a couple takedowns there and making it like something like a 5-1, 6-2 type of thing. Um, one of the things that's really impressed me the most about McCutcheon this year is how well he's been able to ride guys that are bigger than him. Um, his forward presser has been really, really impressive. Um, and I think that could have pay off with Hot. He where has ridden very well. Hot's not a. I mean, some some of these guys at 197, McCutcheon was clearly outsized and and struggled with their, their length and strength. Hot's not like a huge guy at 197, so that no. that's an interesting matchup there. I'm also really glad that he avoided Tom Slay of Bucknell, who's the 13 seed. I think Slay could cause Hot some issues. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, as I was saying, you know, it's 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 this is an important way for Penn State and important for Matt McCutcheon. I mean, he's a kid who's gone through some injuries here in his retro junior year, and he's looking to get on the podium for the first time after um, two disappointing finishes the tournament. Of course, his first year, he gets to the quarterfinals, um, and he's got a winnable match against Kenny Courts, um, who he had beat previously in the season twice, I think. Um, he gets the opening takedown, I believe, and then Courts comes on strong, and then Cutch loses in the blood round. Um, and then last year, you know, he's injured and goes uh, lose to a barbecue. So uh, certainly some motivation for Matt McCutcheon. Yeah, I'd like to see that for both the team and for Matt, who's who's taken one for the team somewhat and moving up. And actually might even have worked out better for him because I don't yeah. know that he's an All-American at, at 184. No. But I definitely think he's an All-American at 197. Yeah, I mean, it would depend on what kind of wrestler he ended up being at 184, but... I mean, I, I don't think he's on Sammy Brooks' level, for instance. So I, I think we both agree, though, that at this top half of the bracket, um, Jaden's going to walk to the final. Yeah, I would assume. I mean, Jaden's kind of hard to – I mean, he's going to walk. You know, whether he does it with three pins like he's capable of or does or it with three like, decisions. Yeah, or three eight fours. Like, that's up to Jaden, honestly. I mean, that's just how Jaden is. Um, but, I, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I expect him to be in the finals. The bottom half of this bracket's more interesting than I had even thought at first look. Um, I think we both think that kind of we're looking at chalk into the quarterfinals. Yeah. That yeah, would see, I, I, that would yeah. see Colin Moore, who I think is wrestling supremely well, against Preston Weigel of Oklahoma State and then Farr against Aaron Studebaker of Nebraska. I mean, Weigel hasn't been wrestling his best lately. He looked um, really well. I mean, really good. I thought at Big Twelves, but he also wrestled Jake Smith, who blew his ankle sure. out in the final. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I think Sean Scott's got some upset potential there. I think I'm very interested to see if we get chalked to the quarterfinals, Weigel and Colin Moore, just because I think Moore's the much much better athlete. But Weigel's that'll be I guess early morning. It'll be interesting to see how weigh-ins work out. But Weigel's pretty gigantic, and I mean he took top in a couple of those matches of Big 12s, and I think he should probably do the same if he gets the opportunity here. Yeah, I mean, um, my issue with that is, I mean, look how, I mean, it was late in the, later in the match, but, I mean, look how Matt McCutcheon, who, you know, uh, you know you're know, you a big McCutcheon fan, I'm what we up to, but we both can agree at 187 is kind of limited um, on his feet getting to legs, um, and he got to legs, you know, pretty pretty short order against Weigel, and, and Moore is exponentially better at getting to legs than Matt McCutcheon, so... Yeah, I definitely think that Moore could score. I think um, it'll be interesting to see if Weigel gets an opportunity on top, though. I'm just curious to see yeah. 
because he's got. I mean, I, he should he, he should choose it. He should choose it. I mean, if he was smart, he would. Um, if he was smart, he would try to keep this match zero zero going to the second period. Hope he wins the flip. Take top. And work from and then, there. And then yeah, hope he gets a ride out. And then, you know, you're in a situation where um, you, you, uh, you're really putting um, more into a bind because, you know, what does he do at that point? I mean, he can go down again and get a point um, and equal out the riding time. But, I mean, he's got to be – I mean, he's got to get out, you know, for one. Um, it, it would just be an interesting situation. Um and, and you know, uh, Moore could go top and try to reduce that Ryan time, but that's risky. I think if I'm Moore, I'm definitely going neutral. I mean, I, yeah, I'd be very but, surprised. But that's, neutral too, but that's risky too because then you have to get a takedown. I feel very comfortable about Colin Moore's ability. To get I agree, against. but it's still not a great situation. No, yeah, I mean, especially Weigel's path. at that point. Weigel's path to victory there would be from top. I mean, that's yeah. the only that's the only way I see yeah. it happening. Yeah, he. I mean, he can't play with him a neutral. Um, it's really interesting. I, I wonder who, I mean, from Penn State's perspective, it's probably better if Weigel wins that match. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Uh, um, you know, for the record, Moore is my pick at this weight. Um, he's one of my three seeds in the tournament because um, I think it's a guy who's going to get to the finals. Um, I I think he's going to get to the finals relatively easily. I know I just I just laid out a path for Weigel to beat him, but I don't think. Wow, can really execute it. I, I really like more. He's just he's just wrestling so well, and you know I see early bonus points uh, potential here for him. Um, and you know I mean if he can get out from bottom against Wyo, I see bonus. You know really all the way up into the up into the semis um, against Far. Um, and, and, and you know the, what he did to Far last week, I, I, I think I, I got to go with Conmore get to the finals. Yeah, I think you and I both have have more here advancing to the finals from that three seed. I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Last year, uh, my my two three seeds picks were Nico and Nolt, and I both thought they had a really good chance to win the weight. Um, this year, my two threes, uh, I don't necessarily think that, um, but um, you know, not as good of a chance. At least, I mean, I think Kate Brock's got a chance, um, but um, you know, I I, I mean, I, I do think more is a good shot to get the finals with bonus. I mean, I, I, I can see him seeing, scoring 20 points. I'm definitely interested in seeing Moore's matchup with Jaden because he wrestled him really, really close last time. And he's, yeah, I, he's again, obviously, like, I'm going to favor the guy that has an Olympic bronze medal, but Moore's the best athlete of the weight other than Cox. I mean, Moore, Moore's a really, really good athlete. Yeah, and he's wrestling at home, too. You can't, I mean, not, not in his home arena, but, I mean, I mean it's going to be a partisan Missouri crowd for Jaden. Uh, Saturday night. Yeah, I, th- I think we both. Agree I mean, the Cox will be the favorite there. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think Jaden should wrestle the same match he wrestled against. And I know it's a different wrestler, but I, I know he he shouldn't wrestle the same match he wrestled against Morgan McIntosh last year because I mean, there's a better chance of uh, well, a lot better chance of more, of more getting a late takedown than there is of McCutcheon or of, not McCutcheon but McIntosh in that match. Um, I, I I think that if it is a final of Jaden and more, you know, I think Jaden needs to assert his offense um, against Moore. Yeah, it'll be uh, definitely an interesting matchup there. I think that weight class becomes interesting when you get to like the semifinals. 
Yeah, I, it's a good way. It's a good way. I mean, there are some okay corners. I mean, Studebaker and Farr, I don't think, is a bad corner. I mean, you mentioned more Weigel um, and Hot. Um, yeah. Hot cuts are good. I, I mean, I, 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 I lose a some luster because Cox isn't going to be challenged, it doesn't look like. But um, For how many one seeds are really challenged by eight seeds? Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, where do you have McCutcheon finishing here? Um, I think I probably have him finishing, taking the five spot. I think he wins a, f- a fifth, sixth matchup with maybe somebody like a Weigel. So do you have him losing to Hot? I've got him, let's see. Where would a loss to Fought drop him? It would, would take him to, um, it would take him to Blood Round. Loser of three seventy four, and a winner a win over Hot would take him to five seventeen. The loser of five seventeen would put him in about five ninety eight. So the what, what's the worst he could finish? Yeah, uh, yeah. If he if he I mean, lost he's looking to, at he's looking at a blood round match. If he loses to Hot of a, a Studebaker, I, I've got or, him beating Hot. I've got him beating Hot. Losing in the semifinal, which would drop him to the 598, and then losing 598, which would drop him to a fifth-place match. Okay. Who would he wrestle there? There's a bunch of options there. Right, like, who you, like, like, who is, like, you get, like, who are you confident he's losing to? I, I'm not saying... Oh, I'm not confident. I mean, I, I, right, I just, but I'm just saying, like, who are you projecting he loses to in the Constellation semifinals? Maybe, like, a Studebaker or somebody. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I mean, Studebaker would be on that side. Yeah. Studebaker. Well, Studebaker would be up top, but... Um, Somebody of that caliber. I have no... Pl- yeah. Cuts is going to finish somewhere between fourth but and The eight. thing is, I mean, it's like, dang, like, I don't know. I think the, like, I think the wrestlebacks work out really well for him. Um, I mean, because Far goes up to the top of the bracket. Um, I mean, it's like, it might be like... I mean, you're looking at a guy maybe like Weigel, but... Um, what, where those are three seventy five. They look at a guy like Weigel in that spot, but I mean, I mean that. I mean, he. I mean, he just beat Weigel, and, and the key is too that match he'll be rested up, which I think is a big thing for Matt. Um, and I think the hot match is very important for Matt's placing because um, you know if he wrestles, if he wrestles and beats Hot, even if he loses Friday night, he doesn't have to come back and wrestle again Friday night. It's going to be a very interesting matchup. I have no clue where Matt's going to finish. I think he's going to be an All-American. I think I think fourth is right. I mean, I, I would put. I think a really good over/under if you were to gamble on this would be four and a half. I think that's a very fair over/under. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. Because I've never seen fourth, especially as I'm looking at how these Conti's shake out, where you're looking at a match of him, um, you know, him in the. Wrestling Weigel Saturday morning in the Conti semis, um, you know that's not. I mean that's not an unattractive option. Hopefully, I, I would like to see maybe him get into that third place match. It's very weird. I could see him beating some because of most of his matches, like the matchup with I think it's toss up. I could see him like winning some against somebody of that caliber and then losing to that same type of caliber. Yeah, sure, in, sure, in, sure. In the wrestle sure. back. But I mean, I think that's why being hot is so important. He beats hot. He worse, he does a six. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's. I mean, and we're fine with six. I, I, I mean, Penn State is. I think that Penn State's okay with him being six. If, again, I'd just be happy. I'd be very happy if he ends up an All-American. Which he should, I think. Hopefully. 
Um, who knows? Maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe Jane. I, I said this to you the other day. Uh, maybe Jane will throw him into a scores table like that kid last year that got Jane. Shout out Phil Wellington of Cleveland State. Yeah, that was great. Um, all right, Clay. Let's go to the big uh, the big uglies here at 285. Um, and at the top of the bracket here is a pretty good wrestler by the name of Kyle Snyder. Um, uh, second seed Connor Medbury, third seed Ty Walls, fourth seed Jacob Casper of Duke, and fifth seed our own Nick Nevels. Yeah, um, we talked about that that Medbury match with Nevels being very important, and it kind of dropped him into a really tough spot here in the five seed. Um, I think we all kind of agree Snyder's probably going to cruise to a national championship. Um, it appears so. Yeah, when no, you're some when you're are, world, some people are like some people are like oh Medbury wore him down. Uh, some people true, are but, wrong, but no. But listen, I think that's true. But the problem is like if you wear someone down, but you're like it's eight nothing when like they get tired. Like, well, well, cool, he was also according to down U- according to USA Wrestling, apparently Snyder was sick that day. So right, and I know See, like I'm, I'm, you say that a lot, but like I've seen Kyle Snyder break elite level Olympic opponents yeah. with fitness. Uh, no offense to Connor Medbury. I don't think Connor Medbury is gassing. Is well, I think gassing people were saying that the strength of Medbury was wearing on him, which is fine. And I, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying I don't buy it. I'm just saying by the time it matters, it's going to be eight two. I don't buy it. <laughs> um, right, it's fine. I'm kind. I'm just. But but I mean. But I mean, do you know where I'm coming from? Yeah, I mean, I get what people are saying. I just think those people are wrong. Yeah. Well, um, well some people are saying that Medbury can beat him because of this. I'm saying no chance. Well, they're they're also really wrong. Yeah, they're um, they're, they're, they're not correct. I think Snyder walks to a national title here, but again, there's big team implications here. Yeah, I mean, there, there really is because you've got um, obviously, I mean, he's he's a Buckeye, but then you know you've really got um, Nevels uh, at five from Penn State and Austin Schaefer at six Oklahoma State, who's twenty two and one, but isn't super battle tested. Um, I mean, yeah, it's this is big for team, and I think you know also for Snyder's bonus, you know, how many bonus points is he going to get? Um, yeah, you know, it's it's big. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I think Neville's Casper, if they get to to that quarterfinal, it's going to be a lot of fun. You have two really athletic heavyweights. Um, I think that's. I probably put the uh, Nick is a very very slight favorite in that matchup, like fifty five forty five maybe. Um, yeah, I, I like Nick in that matchup. I really do. But uh, elsewhere, like. You look at this bracket, Walls, Schaefer, I guess, is interesting in the quarter. Uh, I'm not particularly interested in Medbury, Tanner Hall. Oh, I am. I think Medbury runs him over. Fair enough. Um, but it's all going to come. I think the, the only the only particular point of interest for me in this bracket was that, that quarterfinal between between Nevels and... And Jacob Casper. Well, and I think I think a fun semifinal between Medbury and Walls potentially too. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see whether Walls has closed the gap. Medbury played on pretty bad at the uh, to start the year at the NWA All or NWCA All Star Classic. Yeah, I, and I think it's also always fun to watch the, the the heavyweights and wrestlebacks. Like, there's a lot of big moves. A lot of people going for throws and falls and stuff. So um, that'll be fun. Where do you have what posi- what place do you think Neville's takes in this? I think he's gonna take third. I, I think it's probably a toss up between third or fourth. I think he's a better wrestler than Casper. Um, I don't think it's like any type of major gap. 
Um, it wouldn't shock me if he lost, but uh, I think he wins that one and, and gets into that third place match after losing to Snyder. Um, gets in that third place place match against against Walls, and at that point, I think it's probably close to a toss up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking here. Uh, I mean, he's looking at you know coming down losing um, losing to Snyder. He gets there to the semis. He's looking at facing off with um, Austin Schaefer or Tanner Hall um, in the in, in the consolation semis to go to the third place match. And you know, I pick him to beat both of those kids. So uh, you know, I think it's a good chance he wrestles for third. And then, I mean, at that point, it's I mean, like, I mean, listen, I don't want to jinx anything. Knock on wood, but I mean, it's all it's only a one team point difference between third and fourth. The, the big difference is between. You know, it's, the big difference is getting into what match you get into. I mean, because it's like a two or three point gap between either each one. You know what I mean? So, you know, him getting to the the fourth place match as opposed or the third or fourth as opposed to the fifth and sixth is worth a, an extra two team points. And then if he can win the third, that's another team point. Yeah, it'll be definitely important for Neville to get into that third place match. Yeah. Um, I really, yeah. I mean, I really wish he was at the bottom of this bracket. But I mean, he did it to himself. Uh, she probably shouldn't have lost that first match to Medbury. And listen, I mean, this has been a great season. I mean, we didn't well, I don't know that they necessarily would have match matter whether he would have gotten into the back half uh, or the bottom half. I mean, do we think having seen – I guess if he would have beaten Medbury, we would have thought he could have beaten him again. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I, he, he could beat Medbury. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I, but I, I was going to say, I mean, it's been a great run for Nick. I mean, you know, we knew he was uber talented. I mean, the guy was a higher grade recruit than Jason Nolte. Um, in the same class, um, in, in, in the top six or so of that class. Um, but, you know, coming off two pretty major injuries, um, we didn't really, I mean, we, we knew we had a town wrestler, we didn't know what we'd get, but, I mean, I, I really don't think we can complain, especially if he takes third or fourth in this tournament, you know, with the effort Nick puts here in his first real year of college wrestling. Uh, I mean, his only losses are uh, Medbury twice and Snyder. I mean, he hasn't lost anyone outside the top two. Yeah, and you look at you look at um, not to look too far ahead, but you're looking at two seniors ahead of him in Medbury and Walls. So, yeah, and then and then Snyder as a junior or Snyder, yeah, Snyder as a junior who you know Neville Neville's will have a year without Snyder. Yeah, that'll be, that'll hopefully be that'll be fun, right? Or is Kyle? No, Kyle still has a redshirt technically, but um, I, just to work on his technique, you know. Yeah, yeah. Please don't do that, Kyle. That'd be really that suck. I doubt he's gonna do that. I mean, that would make any sense. But um, yeah. So I mean, look going forward. I mean, Neville's has a chance to you know um, have his hand raised as the a national champion someday. Uh, depending on like not that he can't beat him, but I mean, Gable Stevenson when he as soon as he takes the mat is gonna be a heavy favorite um, in my opinion. Um, but uh, Nick's redshirt senior year would be Gable's true freshman year, so. You never, you, uh, you don't know if he's gonna wrestle that year. Uh, how old's Krolls? Do you know? Uh, Krolls, I believe, is, is a sophomore or junior, but I'm not sure that he's all really all that close to Neville's. No, no, no. My point is that might that might keep um, that might keep. Uh, yeah, Krull, I, Krull's I, I'm, I'm Krull's assuming Gable goes to seen, Minnesota. I would favor a redshirt senior, Nick Neville's, over a true freshman, Gable Stevenson. Really? Oh, dude, Gable's sick. Yeah, I don't... I, no, Michael Krells is a senior. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Did not know that. Um, oh, he must not have wrestled as a freshman. No, he did. Okay, fair enough. I'm wrong. Um, he Man, he never got like any better. I'm looking right now. Like, 
As a retro fashion, is like the story of Minnesota wrestling the last five years. Yeah. Like seven losses as a freshman, seventeen losses as a retro sophomore, twenty-seven and seventeen. It's a lot of matches. And then last year, thirty-five and nine. I mean, he's kind of just like the same, you know, the same guy. He also doesn't pin anyone. He's so big. That's kind of sad. Um, but all right. Oh well. Um, so yeah. So going down here, um, who do you have for fantasy? What's the value? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, I believe I had Neville's here. I could be wrong. Right. I honestly don't remember who, who who I picked here. Um, I, I can find out. I can find out. I, I believe I had Neville's just because I think I I don't know that I had another five seed. I don't know that I had another five six. Um, the only other you did, pick for, you did you did the only other pick for me I think would be would be Snyder. There's no value. I don't like Snyder over Rutherford or Nolf, but he would be the, the third guy in that discussion. Medbury's not an option. Uh, I don't like Walls or, or Casper over my other three fours. Um, and then I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of anybody seated seventh or eighth here. So, I, yeah, Neville's was definitely my pick. I went with Tanner Hall here in the seventh seat. I could see Hall placing similar to Neville's. I just, uh, I guess yeah. it was a matter of what, of whether you wanted somebody well, we else left, in that 7 8. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I have Paul here. I, I, I would agree this might be my weakest, like in terms of value. Like, this might be my weakest pick. Um, but I, I like Paul, and I think he'll be hungry in the wrestlebacks, maybe more so than uh, some of the kids he might see there. Um, as for Snyder, I mean, I think, I mean, I don't think it's out of the question or even like. I wouldn't even put the word unlikely that Kyle Snyder were to outscore Zane in this tournament. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think I think Snyder has got a good chance to tech his way to the finals, which is that's twenty six points. Um, and he picks up a couple pins, you know, that change that gives him an extra uh, half. Um, but the one the one thing that makes me pick Zane and not Snyder is that I think there's just so much more value in this bracket down the bracket than 149. There's like zero value down the bracket at 149. Like there's not there like like uh, it's it's like it's, it's really a cesspool. Um, the only guy at 149 that you're like oh that's some value would be um, I think Sorensen would be Sorensen. Yeah. Yeah. So but I I, mean, I, I could have I could have switched switched out Snyder and Zane for Sorensen and Nevels, but I I think they're going to end up being. Right. Pretty much equals. I think. Well, and the problem is too is that the problem is too is that um, like those top two might score the same and the bottom two might place the same, but like Sorensen's pretty much no bonus point threat and Neville's is. Well, that's not true. So um, Sorensen doesn't pin anybody really. No, he's a high tech, a, a fair few amount of tech falls. I think his bonus rate's probably probably pretty dang good. Yeah, but I I don't see him teching anyone in this tournament at least after the first round. I don't know. I I, I would rather have Zane and. And Neville's just just for the bonus. Yeah, I, I I feel fairly comfortable with those picks. Yeah, um, so so I have both of our teams right here. Um, I'm sorry if you guys are getting bored with this, but I assume a lot of you guys are in pools and stuff. Um, so just to bring it down, I have Connor Utsi at 125 unseated. Um, Kate Brock 133 um, as the three seed. Anthony Ashnell at number five um, at 141. Um, at 149, I have Zane ranked number one. That's my one of my number one twos. Uh, my other number one two is Jason Knoll at 157. Uh, at 165, I have Chandler Rogers, who is a nine seed, but for our purposes is unseated. At 174, I have Mark Hall, the fifth seed. 
184, I have TJ Dudley, the seventh seed. At 197, I have uh, Colin Moore, the three seed. And at 285, I have Tanner Hall, the seven. Uh, for Clay, he has Freddie Rodriguez at 125, seeded 14th, but unseeded for our purposes. 133, Cade Brock. 141, Joey Ward, uh, the seven seed. 149, Zane, uh, the one. 157, Nolf, the one. 165, uh, Rodgers, the nine, uh, unseeded for our purposes. 174, uh, Hall, the five. 184, Dully, the seven. 197, Moore, the three. And 285, Nevels, the five. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, a really tight. It's going to be interesting because there's going to be upsets. There's going to be guys that we expected to place well who oh, sure. don't finish well, sure. and then there's going to be guys coming out of nowhere. So it'll be interesting sure. to see all that how all that shakes out. But I mean, I, this is my third year playing in this pool. First year, I took fifth in it. It's about out of 56, 57 people. I took fifth. Had Kyle Snyder not got pinned by Kai McGadson, I would have won. Um, I would have won um, some congratulations from my friends by taking first place. Um, and then last year I took third place, um, which is cool, I guess. Um, it was pretty close. The last year, the big difference in the tournament was that if you had Miles Martin, um, that was a big, that was a big, uh, big difference maker. And, and a couple people had Myanmar. Um, but Clay, this is your first year doing it, and I assume it's really enhanced your NCAA tournament run-up experience. It definitely uh, made me look a little bit more into brackets than I had before. Um, I'm very curious to see how, how some of those lower picks turn out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Per- particularly at, at 125 with Rodriguez. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the unseated guys are always interesting. I mean, I remember the one year, um, my two unseated guys, the first year I did it was the year Jesse Delgado was injured. But I think he, I mean, I think you had to pick him to, to Jesse Delgado. And he like gave me nothing, but then my other one was AJ Shop, who went on that pinning rampage in the uh, in the Russellbacks lost his first match and pretty much pinned his way to third. Um, so you know the the unseated are always interesting. And last year I think I had like Jimmy, Jimmy, and uh, I don't know the other one, but um, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. It's it's always interesting. So how do we see the team race playing out in in the tournament? Well, I think we're gonna win. <laughs> Um, you know, I think that um, we come in with a great chance to win the whole thing. Um, you know, I I I, uh, I I think we'll be fine, and especially if Nick. Listen, if Nick makes the finals, um, this thing isn't close, right? No, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's, I mean, a lot. it's over. I mean, it's over Friday it's night. Just I mean, on Soriano's health. Yeah. I mean, even I mean, if if Petty has a good quarterfinals round, it's over, right? It's, it's all going to depend on. Uh, I think there, there's a, a few really interesting matchups with uh, Suriano, Hall, and McCutcheon. Because I mean, it's not it's not um, it's not out of the question that Penn State goes um, Penn State goes eight and zero in the quarterfinals. No, it's yeah. really not. I mean, it's. I mean, it's we're in, independent of one another. Each individual result would right. be surprising. It's just the yeah. odds that they all come together, like all kind of, coming together. But I mean, like every Ohio kid. <laughs> yeah, but every kid is. A, I mean, you give every kid a better than a forty-five percent chance to win their match. And you know, the quarterfinal. Yeah. Well, it's also going to be mean, very interesting to see how how the health goes with with Suriano because that could swing a yeah. lot of things. But I mean, but I mean, if he's healthy, I mean, if he's if he's healthy. 
I mean, well, if, if he's it, healthy, it's it stupid. A, if he's healthy, it's not. It's not. There's no point in having. Yeah, it's not a question. If, if he and people stop talking about this. People were talking about this before his injury, um, a little bit, um, and they're really talking about it for next year. But you know, there was a time where Clay and I were sitting down and doing serious math of are we gonna are we gonna go after Iowa's point record of 170 points? Um, and you know, a, a thing you have to remember about the Iowa point record is. Is that back then when they set it in 1997, uh, the tournament was a 64 team. Of a, it was it was set in a 64 person bracket with pigtail or or a 64 person bracket with buys, meaning that you know I, I think only 33 wrestlers could make the field, but meaning that most of the wrestlers got one point for not even wrestling. So that's an extra point. So um, you know in today's scoring system, Iowa would have like 162 points or whatever. Um, but, I mean, you know, we were talking about Penn State maybe getting to that number um, with a healthy Suriano. Um, Suriano would need to be health uh, would need to be healthy, healthy for Penn State to get to that number. Um, but, I mean, if, I mean, if, he's in, if he makes the finals, you know, one, I think 150 is a very – I mean, I, I think 150 is a good over-under number. I think there are still a lot of things that need to go right. I don't know. I think you're probably looking at, like, the mid-130s maybe. Um, but you're more, I guess, bullish on, on Hall than I am. Yeah. Um, I think it's more likely that one or two of those things do go right than all three do with with Suriano, Hall, and McCutcheon. But uh, there's definitely a lot of upside. Yeah, I mean, I, more. Th- th- there's no team that can have more things go wrong for them and still win than Penn State in this tournament. Absolutely. I mean, I think I, I really think we're down to three contenders right now. And I think, you know, Iowa is ranked fourth with absolutely, you know, their fans and even their coaches, if you, you know, if you gave them a, you know, a, a truth potion or something, would, would admit that, um, you know, that they really don't have a chance this year, you know, uh, given the injuries they've had to, uh, you know, a heavyweight especially, and then Corey Clark not being 100% and just stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, Without those three teams, I mean, I think Oklahoma State and Ohio State are really living on the edge. Um, yeah, um, Ohio State has a little bit more. It's weird. Oklahoma State has more bolts in the chamber, but Ohio State may have more leeway because of the upside of guys like Tomasello, Jordan, and Snyder. Um, it's really big when you have guys that you can you can kind of count on and score around twenty points. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, that's that's been Penn State's formula the last six years. Yeah, and I think that's going to be Penn State's formula again that will kind of carry them to sure. success this year. Though I think Penn State's going to have more depth. I mean, I don't think Penn State's had eight All-Americans um, in, a, in, in a stretch under Kale. Um, and I think, you know, if Serrano is healthy, or even if he's 85 90%, uh, Penn State's really looking at eight All-Americans here. Yeah, um, again, I think that's it's a really good combination of things. And Jimmy, I mean, um, we never know. I mean, I mean, Jimmy has an outside chance too. I mean, it's Jimmy's. Jimmy. It's a, it's a very, we have no it's a very, very there. outside chance. See, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, uh, what, what would you put his chances on after the Ohio match? Probably like twenty-five, thirty percent. Okay, so that's. I mean, I, I think it's fair to keep the chances at that. I don't know. Um, but the problem but I mean, with, with, with Jimmy is that it's, it's not like I give him a better chance in a dual setting in a one-off than having to replicate that performance again and again. Yeah, that's true. No, I understand. I understand. I, I'm just saying, uh, Jimmy, I'm not going to be stressing about. Uh, well, no, I, I think the 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 proper way to assess Jimmy Goldman from a stand a fan standpoint is 
to count him as a non-scorer and then anything on top of that Think, is good. Yeah. Uh, certainly not what was the plan when he first came into Penn State, but alas, that's where we're at. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to Ohio. You know, let's look at Ohio State here. Um, I mean, they've got a big four of uh, – uh, well, a big five, really, of um, of Tomasello, um, Bo Jordan, Miles Martin, Colin Moore, and Kyle Snyder. Um, you know – I think I mean you look at you look through those guys, um, you know you probably I mean I think I think you set the over under number on finalists there at one and uh, uh, like two I think not even two and a half but I think like two is a good over under like two being a push. I think I'd probably give them. I mean Snyder's a given. I favor I'll yeah. give I'll give him a half for Tomasello. I'll give him a half for Colin Moore, and then it all depends on how much you. I, I'll I'll set the over into two and a half. Okay, but I mean, so I mean, that's that. But um, but I mean, I mean, they they could easily end up with one finalist. Yeah, it's definitely not out of the question. No, but they would need. Um, I think they need everything to a lot of things no, to go wrong. They could get. They could get five. I mean, who knows? They could get five. Um. You know, Myanmar wins a couple matches. There's definitely that, more variance with Ohio State than there is with Penn State, where yeah. you have two locks. So, yeah. like, the minimum you're getting is two. I almost feel like Ohio State's going to win this tournament. They're finishing third. If that makes sense. What was like, that? They're, like, they're, like, they're either going to wrestle like they did at Big Tens, and, you know, or, or they're going or, or to take third. It, it, yeah, there, there's variance because it, there's so much difference between what Miles Martin did and then what Miles Martin could do here. Yeah, I mean what he did last year, but I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I mean, let's look here. I, I, I mean, let's let's go down to high school lineup quickly here. I mean, you've got Jose Rodriguez. Um, he gets Josh Terrell in that first round. There, he, he could win, but probably won't. Um, you know, so now he's in the losers bracket. Um, you know, he goes to um, he he he'll, he'll wrestle uh, Christian Moody and Christian Moody or Lezak. Um, you know, in, in the uh, in the uh, first round wrestling match, I mean, he could absolutely be uh, two and out. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't count Rodriguez as a point scorer to begin with. I think yeah. he finished seventh at the Big Tens. I think. And then, you know, obviously 133, uh, Thomas O. I think, uh, you know, we, we look here at, at Luke Pletcher. Um, I, th- I think he's a, 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 an X factor for Ohio State, too. Uh, um, I, I don't count him as an All-American. I, I don't know. I didn't think of it, he would be an All-American to begin with. But, but I think they probably need him, too, if they want to win this thing. Well, yeah, which is why I favored, <laughs> which is why I'm right. picking Penn State to win. But that's why I'm saying he's an X factor. I mean, he, you know, Pletcher's got to find a way on the podium, I think, for them. Unless unless everything goes right, and unless unless they get five in the finals, there um, are more ways to victory for Penn State than any other team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just thinking. I mean, Bircher's not going to score. We don't think, or at most, we talk about a half point. They don't have anyone in at 57. So I mean, I mean, you know, they, they've got some empty weights. Yeah. I, again, which is why I kind of pick Penn State to win. I, I think it'll be. More comfortable than we thought, even after Big Tens. 
it's kind of gone up and down, right? Like our comfortable level. Like I think at the beginning of the season we were pretty dang comfortable. And then right after like the Jared injury and Oklahoma State's rolling, I think our comfortable level really went down a little bit. And then, uh, you know, Mark's redshirt comes off. We're feeling a lot better. And we have that really good streak of dual Speak for yourself. I always thought we were going to win. Um, but, like, your confidence level was, it wasn't as high all the time. No. I mean, I, again, I mean, I think now is probably where I felt all year. Like, things can go wrong. Right. But there's yeah. just, there's so many ways that they could go right. Um, yeah. Again, I just, I mean, shameless plug, you can go over the open mat and, Read my story on why I think we're why I think Penn State's going to win, um, but I don't think it'll be a blowout per se. But I just think there are certain there are certain absolutes that kind of make me really comfortable. I mean, it could be clinched on Friday night, and the scoring end up kind of close on Saturday. But just like mathematical impossibility, someone else wins. I think there will be enough Oklahoma State wrestlers alive by Saturday yeah. morning that it'll still be going, but. I think that yeah. Saturday morning, I mean, it could be fairly certain. That's how it was kind of was last year going into Friday or going into Saturday morning. I think Oklahoma State had like six or seven guys up. They needed to win out and Penn State not win anything on Friday to go. And then like I'm pretty sure it's the first Oklahoma State loss and that, it, that was it. Yeah, again, I, I'm pretty comfortable with Penn State's ability to pull this out. So, so if you were a betting man, had to put your chips down, who takes second? Um, I think Oklahoma State just from seeding. I think they're, okay. they're going to have so many guys that right. actually. I don't know. I think it'll be a probably it's close. It'll, it'll be a single. Di- it'll be a single digit difference either way. Oh sure, I think be, I think under five points is likely now. And then who takes uh, who takes fourth? Who, who gets the last spot on the podium? Right, because they they put four on the podium, right? Yeah, and I think it'll be. Uh, I think the Hawkeyes get the last trophy. Yeah, but I, I could see Vatek doing it too, um, or or even the hometown uh, Missouri team. Yeah, um, I, I think the Hawkeyes will all get they'll get very important points from guys like Gilman and Brooks, and even yeah. Sorensen maybe wrestle Mac for th- in that third or fourth place match. Yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be an interesting week, Clay. I will, and hopefully uh, at the end of it, we'll be uh, talking about another championship. Oh please, please, yeah, I don't really want to go all the way down there, not. Be a champion. Um, that would be that would be not good, for sure. But um, well, Clay, do you have anything else to add here? Uh, we're in. A, we're approaching our th- our third hour of podcasting um, for the day about this tournament. And we're gonna have you know much more coverage to come. Um, you know, probably six more podcasts uh, during the tournament. Uh, and then, of course, you know we'll have some some big wrap ups afterwards. Um, you know, any other thoughts? Anything you think people should be Looking out for any, any think, tips on watching the NCAA tournament at home. That I think I just ur- urge everybody to uh, stay tuned to BlackstreetDiaries.com. Uh, we're going to have a lot of coverage for you uh, over the days of the tournament. And uh, definitely uh, keep an eye on those brackets. Good luck in your pools. And um, check out the Facebook Lives and feel free to interact with us. We're always looking for uh, new ideas and new things to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm on Twitter at Real Garrett Carr, uh, two R's and two T's and Garrett. And he's at, uh, what are you at, Clay? At C Sourtig, S A U E R T I E G. Right. No, at, um, at by C Sourtig. Okay. So um, find us on Twitter. Um, if you guys are in uh, St. Louis, you know, give us a, you know, give us a, a tweet. Uh, you know, Clay and I will probably be. Uh, 
on the going on the town after the sessions, and, and I think we'd love to meet up with some of you guys that listen and talk wrestling. Yeah, it, uh, again, it should be a great weekend. I'm looking forward to uh, our time down in St. Louis. And if you're not going to St. Louis, uh, stay safe here with this big storm coming in. Not sure if this podcast will be out before it's over, but uh, just you know, that's in my thoughts right now. Um, all right, Clay, I think I think that's all we have uh, 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 for this show. Yeah, that's all I got. Really gotten again. Um, excited for the week ahead and excited for Penn State wrestling. Yeah, just a reminder about Jason Bryant's um, his wrestling preview. You can get it on Mad Talk Online. Over 200 pages of facts uh, and fantasy advice about every single wrestler in the field. Plus, uh, I believe past champions, past best ball Americans, only for twenty dollars. Probably the best twenty dollars you're going to spend this year. Um, downloads right to your phone, um, tablet, or laptop, um, Android or uh, Apple. Um, Clay and I will both be using it down there, and it's going to be a big help. And I really uh, suggest you guys do. Uh, it helps us out because you know Jason really supports us, and Jason's really a top-notch guy in the wrestling world. Yeah, big shout out to JB there. All right, Clay, uh, I'm going to finally cut this off here. Um, hope you all enjoyed listening to our preview. Uh, give us feedback on uh, Bachi Diaries comments. Tweet us, leave us reviews. Uh, talk to you guys later. Peace out.